0: Hello and welcome to episode number 47 of the Hobbies and Happiness Podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Jim. (laughs) And today
1: we're going over casual versus competitive. All
0: right, so this is like take two. Take two. We we were like 30 seconds into the recording and then we realized we're not recording. (laughs) So, so we started that real quick. So, um, all right. Before we get into it, uh, thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate all of you listening, um, and honestly, we appreciate all of the feedback. Um, for the most part, uh, for the most part, all of the feedback has been really, really positive. Um, and not necessarily from a you agree with us standpoint. Just from the standpoint of all of the interactions have been very positive, mm-hmm. um, especially when everyone disagrees with us. Um, I like getting into the conversations because it helps It helps us learn uh, kind of about how different people think because honestly when it comes to this space when it comes to card gaming for the most part Jim and I agree on a lot of things mm-hmm. um, the things that we don't agree on it's very very few and far between to be honest with you green's um, a bad color in magic that's the one thing we really disagree on <laughs> um, and today I'm going to
1: prove it Yeah. <laughs> at the end yeah
0: <laughs> So, um, anyway, uh, we appreciate all of you commenting and, uh, leaving us feedback. We greatly appreciate it. So if you could, if you're listening to us on any of the podcasting platforms, if you could leave us a five-star review and we would greatly appreciate that helps us w- reach a wider audience. And then uh, if we start getting some of those reviews, we can start reading them on the show for everybody to listen to as well. So, uh, with that being said, let's just jump right into it. right? So this episode is essentially part two of episode number 45, I believe. Okay. So in that, in that whole episode, uh, so I kind of want to preface this, right? (laughs) I I do want to preface this. Um, so just a reminder here that, uh, this conversation is absolutely and 100% arbitrary. (laughs) (laughs) Like for most of the conversations we have on here, it's mostly just us giving our opinion. Um, so I don't really know if we've, explicitly stated this but pretty much everything on here is just our opinion um when we realize most of the stuff that we say on here is not fact it's mostly just how we view things um and in this space in the tabletop and card gaming space it's also not financial advice either
2: just throwing that out there (laughs) or legal or 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 legal
1: (laughs) They told me to get these games. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: But like if we couldn't really <laughs> handle it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I, I want to start doing the, uh, Um. you ever watch uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. That's yes. right. And then Drew Carey would say his random yes. things. <laughs> So yes, absolutely, 100% arbitrary. None of this stuff really matters. But they are good. Co- I think they're good and fun and interesting conversations to mm-hmm. get into and to have. Um, okay, so with with all that being said, um, like we said, this is basically part two of episode 45. So the whole goal, the entire goal of that podcast, of that episode, um, was kind of like number one. To let the audience, to let you all into kind of my mind and our mind and how we felt about wh- what how we approach games. So in, in that episode, we talked mostly pac- specifically about the Lotso V Syndrome game from yeah. Villainous and how yeah. both of us were just really frustrated. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I was more frustrated than – would you say I was more frustrated?
1: Oh, yeah. No doubt. Okay. <laughs> Because
0: <laughs> I know you don't show it.
1: I just wanted that game to be over. To be over. Like, yeah, right, right. I'm like, I don't even... It got to the point. I've done this in a lot of episodes. I didn't care who won.
0: Right, but that it, that <laughs> is not strictly a villainous thing either. Yeah, no. That tends no. to be for you. Yeah, I'm just if, saying it and, got to that
1: point where yes, I was like, I don't care correct, who wins correct. anymore. Correct. I just want it over with.
0: Can So do you always get to that point? Does it matter what you're playing? It it doesn't really matter what you're playing. You just don't like playing long games, right?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily. Like, some games I can do, but some I just can't do. What Like, new- Monopoly I can do, Risk I can do. Um, but how long are we talking here? I mean, Monopoly can take hours, so. Yeah, like but are we hours. are we
0: talking two hours or are we talking like eight hours?
1: I mean, I don't think I've ever played an eight-hour-long <laughs> game of Monopoly, nor have I played an eight-hour-long game of Villainous or Magic. <laughs> The only one's been a video game. So. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's a different story.
0: And most video games aren't. You're not doing a ton of thinking. It's mostly just uh, muscle memory yeah. and reaction, yeah. reacting. Uh, it's, it's it's not a lot of thinking that that's yeah. involved for the most part. I mean, yeah. I, I know I know those games are. I out just there. play
1: RPGs and spam X. Yeah. <laughs> attack! 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 Wait!
0: Wait! What? What's X? Uh, on the con- on
1: confirm the controller. Confirm. What are you talking? No, I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: actually A button.
0: <laughs> yeah, de- yeah, de- depend depe- depending on depending on the controller yeah. you're using, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um all right, so yeah, like the first kind of point of that whole episode was kind was to let everyone kind of get into our mind of kind of how we approached a a game like that, right? Mm-hmm. A game like that to where we're wanting it to be we're wanting the strategy and the game itself to be at a level, like, let's just say here. Um, And if it doesn't live up to it, like, sometimes our initial thought is, well, then, you know, then this is just a bad game. It may not necessarily be a bad game, but the whole point was maybe that the game that you're playing is, maybe it's not a bad game. Maybe it's just not for you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I had that thought, and be, because because of that episode, or excuse me, because of that uh, game that we had played of Lots of V e- syndrome, but then there were also other factors into it as well where I, I had seen these other videos of people claiming these other games were bad because they should have been made in a specific uh, a way that they had thought, which I just did not agree with. No. So that was kind of point number one. So maybe the title maybe could have been... Not made for me, as opposed to not made for you. Um, I'm maybe sure. Title but- could have just been "Don't Play This Game." Yeah. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> so, like, honestly, for me, it it helped me kind of think through and work through a situation like mm-hmm. that, and it helped me get to a point to where and and uh, again, I, I realized that I was just frustrated in the heat of the moment because I wasn't having fun yeah. because. Again, I think part of it too was, "Hey, I got this new thing, yeah. and I'm not having as as fun as I am as much fun as I've had with other games in the similar vein. yeah, um, so that might have been that might have been a little bit of it too. um, so like as we are strate- strategic card game players, um you know, and we we also we have a lot of other people in our groups who have very similar interests and think. Very similarly to the ways we think when, when coming to stuff like this, you know, maybe it could help them as well. Like if they get into a situation to where they're not having fun instead of saying, oh, it's a bad game. Well, it's it may not be that it's a bad game. Right. It may not. It may very well be that it wasn't designed specifically with the type of player that you are in mind. Mm-hmm. Um And so that's kind of that was how I viewed that entire conversation. Um, So like for me, it was beneficial and helpful in my mind of kind of how I approach situations like that. Now, I also feel like the we had a lot of response to that episode that seemed like we missed the point. Um, so I don't know if it was kind of, we didn't do as good a job explaining it as we should have, or if people just took it away that was not intended, which is very uh, possible as well. Um, so we pointed out multiple times through the course of that episode, um, to where, um, um, well, hang, on, hang on, let me back up for one second. Um, so the fact that the response was the way it was, I felt like gives us uh, it, I thought it gives us a couple opportunities because a lot of that conversation um, in response to that episode was really good. Like, we were having a lot of discussions with yeah. how people were thinking. Yeah. And honestly, as I was reading through a lot of the posts and the comments, and uh, we had posted some polls as well, um, I was surprised at the way people were viewed the situation, right? So... um Um, so a lot of it stemmed from when we said Disney Villainous was a casual game and not a competitive game, right? So that's where this whole, this whole topic really comes from is kind of that thought, right? Um, all right. So if you're not familiar, which I'm, I'm sure there's, there's people, there's plenty of people out there who may not be familiar. Um, but for a lot of people who've come to our channel have seen our Disney Villainous, uh, content. And for the most part, We've on the channel. All of those games have been pretty casual,
2: yeah.
0: um, and when I say casual, I just mean yes, we were trying to win, but we weren't. Um, again, we're we're gonna we're gonna get into like what we mean when we say competitive and casual, like throughout this entire episode, right? Um, but when we and when I'm saying casual here, I'm more so saying. We were playing it more so just kind of relaxing and having fun. Yes, we were trying to win, um, but we weren't doing everything. We weren't playing optimally. We missed a ton of stuff. And honestly, a lot of the times when we missed, either missed a, we misplayed, like we did something incorrectly, or we just missed, or we missed something. I tried to point that out. Mm -hmm. Um, That way, if someone comes, someone else comes watching our content, um they don't make that same mistake as well. So I I take honestly I take I pride myself in trying to do that as best I can. I don't get it. We don't get it right 100% of the time, but we 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 try. Um so <clears throat> um again, if you're not familiar, there's there's a pretty serious competitive Disney villainous community out there. Um and I think it's been around for a while. Um, I think it started with another channel um, they were doing, they were doing some, uh, competitive villainous leagues. Um, I believe they're still doing it, but I, I, also know that there was a other YouTuber who was kind of heading, I don't know if he was heading a lot of it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I do know he's not doing that content anymore. So I do not know the status of the league or whatever. Um, but I do know that those people are still out there and they do try and play it pretty competitively. In fact, Dixie was in our chat. When we streamed yeah. uh, about a week ago, um, and like that's pretty much—I don't know if that's all she streams, but she does a lot of that. And for the most part, I do know a she, lot of she those people. Make it,
1: she did make it seem like that's pretty much all she does.
0: Yeah, I—I—I um, I, I do know that she streams other stuff like other yeah. video games, but I, I do know Villainous is like a big thing, a big part point of what she okay. streams as well. Um, so, so um, one thing I have here. So when we said. That Disney villainous is a ca- is a casual game. Um, the people in that community weren't too thrilled, right um which which makes sense, right? Like if you're pretty serious about something and then someone comes along and says, "Well, if you think that they say, your game is not as serious as you think it is mm-hmm. like they're going to take it pretty personally. Yeah. <laughs> so it's understandable, right? It's, it's very understandable when, when you're not clear upfront with kind of what you're saying or suggesting, um, you know, it makes sense. I mean, I used to play when I was in high school and college, I used to play a lot of soccer. Right. And I'd have to deal with a lot of people like playing football or other stuff saying soccer wasn't a real sport or whatever. <laughs> um, like for the most part i didn't really care but like i i i can understand like i can empathize and i can understand
1: uh american football for any of the anyone not in america <laughs> 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 cuz he, what he what he just said was football twice essentially
0: yes you're so. right you're you're not wrong you are not wrong you're not wrong um just needed to clarify for right, our overseas right. people yeah <laughs> So when we brought up, when we specifically said Disney Villains is not casual, it was mostly tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it it was very much tongue in cheek, um, but throughout that whole conversation, one thing we failed to do, which again, that whole comment was kind of an aside to the entire conversation we were talking about yeah. right but one thing we did not do was define our terms okay and so in talking with a lot of people and honestly some of my other friends too like i had thrown this kind of i had thrown a question similar to this to them it is very much more it is very much nuanced it is very much more nuanced than oh it, this game is casual or this game is competitive right so when you don't agree on terms, like that, can lead into a lot of different problems, right? Mm. Um, so, like, so this tends to lead to problems. As when this game is X and X isn't defined, there can be an infinite number, an infinite number of definitions for what X means, which would lead to an infinite number of different uh, answers to that question. This game is X. Well, what's X yeah. in this case? What's competitive? What is X? casual and honestly it's a whole <laughs> lot more complicated <laughs> than you would think and honestly than i initially thought too okay again i i want to I, I want to mention this again this is totally arbitrary this is and it's our opinion you disagree that's okay and honestly i welcome all disagreement and i welcome all comments as well um because this is just how we view it um it's honestly speaking
1: of infinite possibilities
0: we're about to go in a loop here yeah. <laughs> so before we go to that loop, it's pretty, it's pretty, I wasn't surprised. I was not surprised. All right. All right. So after that, after that episode, I had posted a poll. Okay. And the poll reads, so I posted receiving a lot of feedback from yesterday's podcast. And it's great. Wanting to get more of your thoughts, particularly about what makes a game competitive or casual. Excuse me. So I said, so here is the question. In your opinion, what is the biggest factor that makes a game a competitive game and not a casual one? Okay. So I had five different options. If, if the game was designed and intended to be played competitively was option one. Option two is if there's a lot of thinking and or strategy involved in the game. Number three, if there are community-led tournaments and leagues Next, if there's an official tournament support from designer slash publisher, and then other, comment below. Um, Other received 6% of the vote, um, and there were a total of 69 votes. Um, If there's official tournament support from designer publisher, it was 0%. Um, The number three, the third most popular uh, result, was if there are community-led tournaments leagues at 12%. 25%, 25% said if the game was designed and intended to be played competitively. That was 25%. And that was our initial contention. Um, and we still kind of hold to that. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get into it. Overwhelmingly, the majority of people responded if there's a lot of thinking and or strategy involved in the game. And that was at 58%. 58% of people who responded to that poll said, what makes a game competitive is if there's a lot of thinking and our strategy involved in the game. Um, I disagree with that. I, I do not, per, for me personally, um, I do not think if there's a lot of thinking and our strategy, that means a game is inherently competitive. If you agree with that statement, let us know why you think that. Um, so we'll, in going through the rest of this, we'll kind of lay out our, um, de- again, definitions, and kind of what what we see Again, recognizing this is all arbitrary, <laughs> yeah. but I'm very interested so in Jim, let me ask you um are, are you surprised well are you surprised are you surprised by um, that by that result
1: like I, I, I kind of am i'm I'm more so surprised that um, it was kind of that high.
0: Yes, same,
1: same. <laughs> like, I'm not surprised that it was number one, but I'm surprised Surprise, that it was, was
0: at 58% than, of yeah, the... Yeah, double the next. Yeah, right, right. So additionally, okay. Because, like, that's so much stuff. Like, personally, I don't think if just because I'm thinking about a game, if I'm putting a lot of thought into a game, that is the, the, again, that's the determining factor as to what makes it competitive. Now, that that is not suggesting that it cannot be competitive, because mm-hmm. it most certainly can, mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, we're we're going to get into this, anything can be competitive or casual, anything can be. But again, it all comes down to how you define it, like yeah. how are we defining what's competitive and what's casual, right? Yeah. So So again, according to that poll, 58% of people thought if there's a lot of strategy and thinking, that is the determining factor. So there they did not choose the designer's intent, mm-hmm. right? They specifically chose how much thought and strategy I'm putting into this game. Yeah. that's what determines it. Yeah So I mean, okay, let me ask l- let me ask the audience okay if if you were to look at our villainous games, look, go watch our villainous content, would you tell us, that that's ca- that that's competitive, okay? Would you say that that's competitive, or would you say that's casual, okay? Um, I would assume that the people who answered yes to this poll would probably say no to that, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, again, I I do not know, but I also want to reference that we we had we had a couple comments, okay, and very very few, um, but there was one comment that was reiterated, essentially what they had suggested. I'm, I'll read this first paragraph here. Um, actually, no, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. read the last paragraph that they put here. Um, th- uh, this is from TurtleDude05. He says, so to summarize, I think a game can be... Ca- casual and still have a competitive scene if the designer's intent was to make a kitchen table game but that but that game can evolve into a competitive game if the producers of the game wish to encourage and develop the interest shown in the community we kind of said something very similar in the episode Mm -hmm. um we did we did say anything can be played competitively or casually right um because i mean when when we talked about when we specifically said a casual game turned competitive, we referenced villainous mm-hmm. uh, because of specifically because of the competitive community that we know is there. And then when we reference a competitive game gone casual, we referenced magic, mm-hmm. right? Specifically talking about the commander scene for the most part. Um, so again, we recognize that you can a game can be competitive and casual. Yeah. It can go both ways. But but again, ultimately it comes down to how you define it. So, how do you define it? How do you define what's competitive and what's casual? Well, I think you gotta start. I mean, where do you start with definitions, Jim? <laughs> Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So this is super interesting, right? So we turn to um, we turn to uh, no nobody but Merriam-Webster, right? So I looked up multiple definitions. Okay. Loop time. Of different words here, um, of course, it would be it would do that so okay, um so we we looked up a few a few words the first the first word I looked up was competition, right? Mm-hmm. definition of competition, the act or process of competing, okay, and then number two <laughs> was a contest between rivals, I'm like all right, so the act or process of competing, okay. Well, right, What's competing? How do you define competing, Mr. Well, let's Mr. Webster? let's go look up competing, Dan. All right. Competing in a state of rivalry or competition. <laughs> Dan, what's competition? Competition is the act or process
1: of competing. Okay, but now before we continue there. Yes. Yes, Jim. What's competing? In a state of rivalry or competition.
0: Huh. So the Thanks next. Thing- <laughs> <laughs> so all right. So I looked up. Okay, what's rival? Because they reference a rivalry and rivals. Uh, does this mean it's an illegal loop? Because you have no way of. Exit you it? have no way of exiting <laughs> the loop. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So the definition of rival: uh, a is one of two or more striving to reach or obtain something that only one can possess. Yeah. All right. So I think we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Something that only one can possess, like a win, like a mm-hmm. W. Yeah. Right? Okay. That that makes sense. And then also B one striving for competitive advantage. I'm like, okay. Yeah, what's competitive? <laughs> <laughs> uh competition, Jim. The act or process of competing. Would you like competing again? Yeah, can I get that one again? In a state of rivalry or competition. Dan, I hate
1: this loop. Let's, I-
0: let's <laughs> exit this. <laughs> Counter spell. All right, yeah. uh, continue. Um. Oh man. So ultimately, ultimately, I think what competition, competing, according to the dictionary, boils down to is rival, right? Rival or and or rivalry. So the next thing I looked up was casual. Okay. Um. There's multiple. There's multiple definitions for casual, but the one that I think makes the most Sense for our purposes here is lacking a high degree of interest or devotion. I, I, that kind of applies. Okay. I liken that yeah. to I don't care if I win. Yeah. You know, so that, that, that can be, that can be or an instance of casual. Also,
1: um, looking at it of interest or devotion as well. It's like I'm not really putting a whole lot of time into this. I'm just uh, also, playing it when I have again, people to also, play. Also,
0: that's here. Number three, done without serious intent or commitment. Yeah. Okay, or feeling or showing little concern, like nonchalant, that they reference nonchalant, nonchalant, excuse me. So, okay, I think we're getting somewhere. We've got rival, rivalry, casual. So, the next thing I looked up was, um, I did not pull it up. So, give me one second here. Um, I looked up game. Like, how do you define game? (laughs) There's actually a few here. Um, so, uh, the first that is beneficial to this conversation is a physical or mental competition conducted according to rules with the participants in direct opposition to each other. So I have a question then are cooperative games games then Mm. according to that definition would cooperative games (sighs) be considered a game? Well,
1: the direct opposition could also be like a a bot essentially.
0: No, but it but it specifically states with, with the, participants, the participants the participants in direct mm-hmm. opposition with each other. So is D and D a game according to this? According to this definition? According to this definition?
1: Yes. Really, there's a DM.
0: So, are so in your mind is a DM and the participants in direct uh, opposition to each other?
1: Yes. Really, one is one is directly looking to cause problems for the group.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, I, I can see that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was just the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that definition. I'm like, huh, it would D&D be considered a game according to this definition? Okay. Yeah. I can see that that makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, But I don't think according to this definition, co-op games like Lord of the Rings, the card game, would be considered a game. Mm-hmm. According to this definition, that's all.
1: Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, it's, it's a little again, bit different because, like... Totally arbitrary. Because, totally like, arbitrary. again, like... Yes, it's the participants of me and you, but we're having direct opposition of what is trying to stop us, which is the the adventure, right? Or whatever but it's is called. that
0: w- again? So then we'd have to say, yeah. what is how do you define a participant? Like yeah. obviously, I think we both we would both agree that that is absolutely a game. Yeah, um, but it's just now we're looking at this definition. So we then have to say, okay, Mister Webster, how would you define participant? And honestly, they would probably define the um. The villain deck, essentially, for Lord of the yeah. Rings, they would view that as a participant. I, I yeah. would very much assume. Um, there's two other definitions that they have for game here. One is any activity undertaken or regarded as a contest involving rivalry, strategy, or struggle. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then thirdly, this one is activity engaged in for diversion or amusement. Mm-hmm. So that would be more applied towards the casual space then. Yeah. Um So. Again, I I just thought I thought about looking up the game and just kind of see where we fall. And honestly, it you know, I'm not total I'm not surprised. I'm not The only thing I was surprised about was that the that first yeah. uh, that first one I mentioned. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so one thing I've got here, so typically in this space, okay, how we define what we mean when we say a game is competitive or casual, okay? There's two big factors kind of that come into play that determine if we think something is competitive or casual, okay? Um, All right, so number one, we talked about this in episode 45, is the intent of the game designer, okay? We think that that's a big factor. Um, But is it? (laughs) Like, really, is it? So you have the intent, but the, the flip side of that coin is i have how the majority of the player base plays the game but that the the majority doesn't even matter it's more application like how the game is being played okay um so i i want i want to say my points here and then we'll get into some conversation here um okay so you know how the majority so my first thought was Again, if we say something is competitive or casual, I think what we would do is we would look at how the majority of the player base plays the game, and that would determine in our minds how we thought if a game was competitive or casual. If 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 we're not involved in the game, like if we're not actively playing the game, we would probably look at how we think the majority of people play the game. Right? Mm. If I'm not a tennis player, right? Like, I don't play tennis. Is tennis competitive? A p- competitive game or casual? In my mind I'd probably say yeah I'd probably I'd probably put tennis in the competitive category. Yeah. I don't play tennis. I know that there's a ton of people who play competitively. I also know people just play it for fun and casually. But for me I'd probably put tennis in my mind in the competitive category, right? I don't play tennis, but I look at how other people play tennis, yeah. right? Um, now, obviously, it can be pretty difficult to pinpoint how you think the majority of people play a game if you don't play it. even if you do play it, it can still probably be pretty difficult to pinpoint that mm-hmm. right um, But th- figuring out and thinking about how the game is played it does like number one, like it at least acknowledges the player base, right um, like so so look at magic, right Is magic as it exists now the way? Richard Garfield intended it to be. I have heard I've heard a lot of things, but from my understanding, it is absolutely in no way, shape or form the way Richard Garfield intended it to be. My understanding, I could be way off on this. um, I thought that Richard Garfield's intent for magic was for it to be a lot more, a lot less competitive and much more casual than what it turned Mm -hmm. into. Okay. Now, does that mean Magic is is casual not competitive or vice versa? I don't dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is such this honestly is a very nuanced conversation I think that we're having, right? But so la- last time what mm-hmm. we said was the what really determines whether a game is competitive or casual is how it's played. Or excuse me, not how it's played. We said the des- the des- the the in- intent of the designer. Mm-hmm. Right? But in having these conversations, the the majority of people were like, well, it depends. It can be played casually or it can be played competitively. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what we were saying. We were we were trying to say let's just just look at the game, right? Um so so when again, when we were saying Disney Villains is casual, okay? Again, not taking away from people who play it competitively or play in a more competitive manner in, than which we do, okay? Um, but again, we're looking at it from a, the lens of how it's designed and mm-hmm. then number one with villains, how we play it and then how we see a lot of other people playing it mm-hmm. and then having conversations with other people who – have done work around the game and their initial thoughts of what they put into the game and then arrived at the conclusion of, okay, then in our minds, it's a casual game, okay? Mm -hmm. Again, when saying that, not suggesting. It can only be played in that way. Absolutely
1: not. We're also looking at it in terms of we're magic players or other card game players. And it's like, all right, well, if we take a pre-con deck of magic and never change it, How's that gonna do against things we're used
2: to in Magic? Right,
0: and, and honestly, I didn't even write any of that down. Yeah, because like every player of every kind of game takes their past experience and their past knowledge yeah. and then applies that that to their current situation. So in this situation of, of Villainous, like you said, we're Magic players, right? In our minds, Villainous is a card game, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's multiple different uh, there's multiple other areas. Okay that are added onto it, but in our minds, we kind of view it uh, from the lens of it's a card game, right? Mm-hmm. So card game, cool, we play card games. We play Magic, all right. This is how we play Magic. This is what we know about Magic. This is how the rules of this game work. Okay, here's a game. It is not Magic. It is not, not, not it at all. It's similar, in a way, it's a card game, right? So we apply what we know to this other game that's similar, and then that gives, it kind of gives us a head start right Mm -hmm. when learning something new right jumping into a game okay we've we've got a kind of a head start on on somebody who just jumps in has never played anything that's remotely close to it right so anytime there's ever any question about a ruling or how this is played we look at what we know and that's card games Mm -hmm. that's magic so we're like okay in magic this is how this interaction would work but then usually the next question – the next thing we say is, but we don't know if that was the intent of this <laughs> specific interaction, right? Yeah. So we start with what we know. Then we go to, okay, well, what is it saying the rules? How was it intended to be played,
1: right? You know what I'd love to do? Yeah. You know what we should do one day, right? We'd have to use uh, like non-clear sleeves in order to do this though. Okay. We'd pick a character, a villain, right? Okay. That's how you're going to be winning the game, right? You pay attention to every slot on their board as well. You take – you can pick half of the cards in their deck, their starting deck, and take any other 15 that you want because it's 30, right?
0: Um, I believe uh, the – you're talking about the villain decks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe they're 30, yeah. Okay. And
1: <laughs> so then you the take the fate decks any... normally are 15. All right. So then you take any other 15 cards. Okay. From just, like, one set, maybe, like, what, a cap of three cards per whatever you want to make it, whatever, two, three? I, th- I think, I, th- you I think. You just put the- those bad boys all together. together. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, right, for the fate deck, right, uh, you pick the fate deck for your opponent. So, like, you oh. make 50 or whatever the card number is, right, whatever it is. 15, yeah. And then. It's like this is yours now. Like everything in here that I put together is now going to hurt you rather than Oh,
0: so so you're saying you, you would you would build the fate deck. Not yeah. you pick not you'd pick a character's fate yeah. deck and say this yeah, is going to no, no, Oh no. okay, no. understood, understood. Yeah.
1: You build the fate deck and you're like, here, this is yours for this game. Everything in here will huh. talk. Thaw- thaw- that thaw would down. go so terribly. Ooh, I think we gotta try this, Dan. <laughs> that sounds so much more fun. Dude,
0: let's do it. <laughs> It's gonna go so bad. It's casual, right?
2: Yeah, it's a casual absolutely. game. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Oh, dude, that's that's funny. Man, now I'm
1: way more intrigued by villainous. Now, yeah,
0: <laughs> nothing will work. I'm gonna gain power, and then I don't know what I can do with this. Uh, this doesn't even work. I got no clue. Okay. What's your so is your win condition still gonna be whoever the character board is? Yes, so we it would have to be like (laughs) so Queen of Hearts, you just need to make sure that you have uh take the shot, the bent boys, and take the shot. That's it, that's all you need. Yeah, okay, and then like Prince John's easy, you just have to just keep gaining your power. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um Dude, dude. <laughs> this right? sounds legit, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the new competitive yeah. format for villainous. for making it happen, uh, dude. That's so funny, <laughs> oh, dude. Let's, dude, I, let's do it, man. Oh that's man, so and we're funny. recording that too. There's that's no reason funny. we're not recording. That's that. That's funny, and mate, oh, that that'll be hilarious. Yeah, people are gonna be like, dude, this is that is what that is that card. What are you doing, Dan? Jim, Jim. Oh my, I can see it now. I can't wait. Oh, that's that would be hilarious. That'd be so funny. Yeah, it would be. Oh. (laughs) You got a good that's a great idea. Yeah, it is. That's That's a a great idea. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. Okay. So this is kind of where the meat and potatoes of this whole thing is at, right? Mm -hmm. Every game can be played casually or competitively. Every game can be. Okay. So when we said Disney Villas is casual. Again, our when we said that, we were, again, looking at the intent. The intent of its design mm-hmm. and how we play the game and how we think the majority of other people play the game is casual, right? When we said that, okay, I think when anyone says the X is casual or, or X is competitive, um... <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna say, if my parents play the game, it's a casual game. That's all I'm gonna
0: say. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs>
1: right.
0: right. All right. So so okay, uh, let's make some distinctions. Okay, we ha- you've got what a game is. Yeah. I think I think when we say what a game is, we can also say how how it was designed. Okay. How it was designed to be played. Okay. And then you have how a game is played. The commun the community, what the community has done with it, how it is enjoyed by people at home. Yeah. Those are two separate things, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, whether or not they're the same thing, whether or not they stay different, does that have any indication on what a game is? I don't know. Um, But I I think we can at least recognize that you have how a game is designed, what's the original intent, and what the the initial idea behind the game was. And then you have... What it was essentially turned into, essentially, right? Yeah. And that's like application. Okay. So you've got idea, initial idea, and then you have application over mm. here. Okay. But so the question I think ultimately comes down to does how a game is played ultimately determine what a game is? That I think that's the question, mm. right? Like, I don't think so. I don't think it does. Now, again, this whole thing, this is so arbitrary and this is so there's there's not a right answer. OK. And does it matter if the community comes to agreement? No. I just think it's an interesting topic. Right. Um, So, uh, again, what I, I was very interested because I, what what I saw in that poll was it seemed that it seemed to me. That there's a lot of people, um, at least in our community, that, that viewed this discussion in that way. They kind of viewed it as how it's played kind of ultimately determines essentially if something's competitive or casual, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I, th- I think it really does come down to how you define what a game is and what is competitive and what competition is. What.
1: You can't play Queen of Hearts. Like people can't play Queen of Hearts in our new idea.
0: Oh, okay. Why?
1: Syndrome destroy all allies' items.
0: <laughs> She's dead, dude. She's gone. <laughs> Making sure there's at least one of. But you'll have all, you'll have if you have all of the no here in Queen of Hearts. You can only have one take the shot. You can't have multiple copies.
1: No, that's BS. <laughs> all right, I think there should oh, be wait, two. Oh wait, no, that's the
0: villain deck. That, that's the villain deck. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. What? Well, you could. That's just. That's just. A, that's a. I'm including that. And it's a one of
1: I'm just saying. Like, yeah, it is in a one like, of. It is a one. It is rough.
0: I mean, that's just a rough card. Yeah, it is. That is a terrible card. Yeah, cards. <laughs> cards hard. <It laughs> cards hard. All right. So so again, I I think this entire I think this a whole conversation really does come down to how do you define what a game is, yeah. and how do you define what's competition and what is competitive um there's going to be disagreement like there's going to be disagreement about this and what it looks like um and that's okay because i think ultimately you're always going to have a disagreement on what is competitive and what's casual there's no good definition yeah there's no good i, I mean the definitions are there right but in application how you, how do you define it Right. So, I mean, Jim, like, do you do you think the right the correct answer when when asking or answering the question of whether a game is casual or competitive is to really look at how it's being played? Because if you do, then there's there's no one universal answer on what on if a game is competitive or casual. Hmm. Because I think I think we can acknowledge through this whole conversation, that this topic is very nuanced.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like we were saying already, like literally every single game can be competitive,
0: right or casual. Right. Right. So look looking looking at it from the aspect of or played competitive. Right, right. Or co- played competitive or yeah. casual, right? So I, again, like how what is competition? Like what is, like what makes, let's like, go look. But here, no, no, here is what makes a game competitive, just how it's being played. Mm-hmm. If that's, if that's the answer. Okay. Then that's what you look at. If that's
1: the case, then magic, magic is it's a both. casual game.
0: Well, we're right. It's both. <laughs> so we, cause we were talking about magic, right? Yeah. Because I, I would personally, I classify magic as a competitive game. In yeah. again, just the way I think about it, I would classify it as a competitive game. Um, Mark Rosewater, I, what's his title? Do you know what his title is? He's he's head of he's he's head of something. He's he's a bigwig <laughs> in the design of, of Wizards at the Coast. Just say, isn't he like the number one person? For I magic? think so. I, I think so. But there's a tweet, and he said like, not ten percent of Magic players have played in a competitive sanctioned event. Yeah. A tournament, a competitive, like a, a sanctioned tournament, yeah. less than 10% of of the entire Magic player base. That
1: means locals, which is like the pure lowest of the lowest. Yeah, like M. If you
0: go to an FM and sign up for yeah. like a standard tournament, then you have participated yeah. in a sanctioned Magic event. Yeah.
1: Which is super low.
0: That is, that's insanely low. Yeah. So to know, to hear that not 10% of the entire Magic player base has yeah. done that through this conversation, oh, Magic's a
1: casual game then. Dan, I'm I'm a part of the 1%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gone to like the second highest tournaments.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But 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 so so what that, I didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, but looking looking at that statistic. Yeah. Like throws how I was viewing everything else out the window yeah. to me, right, mm-hmm. because then it's like so then ninety percent of magic players have played have essentially played it casually, kitchen
1: tabletop that's about it,
0: but now it, it does say magic, it does say sanctioned event,
1: yeah, they just haven't joined in like a tournament
0: r- which i I feel like if you've done any Magic tournament, it's been a sanctioned Magic <laughs> yeah, event. Yeah, You, yeah. Do oh yeah.
1: Uh, and again, I'm unless to, I'm like to think of unless you've had some friends who were like, oh, let's play, see who's the best one in the house. We're
0: gonna have a little tournament. Yeah, like that's all, all I got. of us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I yeah, yeah. That means 90% of Magic players.
1: <laughs> and this was as of March of last year.
0: I thought it was March of 2020. I believe it said twenty right. one. I believe it said twenty
1: one. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that like flies in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it really does.
1: That was, man, that was a year ago, a little it, over.
0: Yeah, it that just straight up flies in the face of kind of almost everything I've thought about it.
1: <laughs> I remember growing up, I was always like, oh, yeah, the 90s were 10 years ago.
0: Let's not go there, dude. Let's not 30, go there. Years, I yeah. we I know, we know, Jim. We know. We know. We okay. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's it's This is a very nuanced. I I think this really is a very nuanced topic. Yeah. So when we said Disney villains is is casual, we're right. No, I'm kidding.
1: Well, it is. <laughs> like, we're not wrong, but it can it's, be played, played also casually competitive. And game.
0: it uh, straight up can be played competitively, too. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: especially our new format. Like, check that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys have any ideas? Yeah. PM me. Yeah. You know, hit me up. So,
0: so l- let me also say this if you thought when we said that Disney Villainous is casual, that we meant it cannot be played competitively, that's not what we meant. Oh. That was absolutely 100% not what we meant. Um, I mean, I probably can't play competitively. No, I probably can't play competitively either. Because again, well, it's, it was also interesting. I was having I was having a an in depth conversation with that game about with somebody else mm-hmm. um, in in another Discord. And again, the way I approach the game and think about it is straight up from other card games, right? Uh-huh. Card advantage, every no. <laughs> every everything that I know about card games, I yeah. apply it to that game. The way it seems to me that the way the competitive community thinks about villainous is not the way that you would think about playing a, um, a, a, like any old TCG or CCG. They view it completely differently. It seems like, because when I was having the discussion, like the person that I was talking to was, um, like not necessarily walking through lines, but they were, um, giving me these ideas And I'm like, the way that I view this specific situation is not the same way you're viewing it. Because again, I'm viewing it, I'm viewing it through a lens completely different from the way that you're viewing it. And that's fine. Like, and that's interesting. Like, I think it's interesting. Um, Who's is is one person right? There's never one person right in any of these conversations or topics. Right? It's just how you're approaching the situation and then how you're figuring it out and arriving at your play line. Essentially. Um, there is a most efficient line, but determining that most efficient line is very complicated and convoluted at times. Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, so I, I found that conversation very, very interesting. Um, because yeah, I'm, yeah, like the way I view it is very, very different. So there's no way I could play competitively. Absolutely no way. I get it. Because, it, like I said, I view it so.
1: Differently. Yeah. I'd be like, man, I really wish I had these other cards and not yeah. these cards that are literally just to be discarded from an effect.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and they do literally well, nothing. Well, there was there was there was one thing that somebody because you know in that in that in that syndrome Lotso game it was extremely slow, right? Yeah. You were not discarding a lot of cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. You yes, you were slowing me down, and you were slowing yourself down as well. But ultimately, who cares? Mm-hmm. But because and so, some someone even said, "Yeah, they're slowing you down, but they're slowing themselves down as well." Mm-hmm. True, but so what? Yeah. Because in my mind, you're then you're at the advantage because if I have an advantage of you discarding something, uh, yeah. you don't care if it goes slower.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're just arriving at we're arriving at the same point slower and then i don't get the advantage mm-hmm. i don't get any additional advantage or bonus because you discarded yeah. right so yes it takes longer but you're you are now theoretically at the advantage because you didn't give me the one advantage that you knew that i had mm-hmm. so because they were trying from my recollection they were trying to say that that was a a downside well they're just slowing themselves down okay but so what in my mm. mind that again that was just how i was viewing yeah. it um so yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 these difference of and it's not even difference of opinion it's it's different views cuz now like so going off of that it's it doesn't matter if i
1: slow myself down i'm also slowing him down especially if i slow him down even more than what i'm already going down right because it's because we're thinking about this in terms of magic, right? If we're right. talking about a control list, mm-hmm. right? Right. I don't care if I take Dan to the 12th turn right. because now that's what I want to get to. Right. Like, that's how I win. But it's also completely different for these decks because right. Lotso, you know, isn't a control deck. None of these decks are control decks right. necessarily. And there's really
0: no card advantage either. Yeah. It's card like, advantage really is your turn,
1: drop to four.
0: Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and and if you draw another card, so. Yeah. I like I there is really no benefit to <laughs> it's that. It's
1: kind of card advantage when you're going up against well um,
0: yeah, no, I, yeah. What's uh
1: what's yeah. his name? The syndrome because it's like have them discard three.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, true. Have true. them blow up their entire But I don't think there's I don't board. think there's any way I don't think there's any way for syndrome to draw more cards. I don't think so. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't really think so. I know that there are characters who. I love Lady Tremaine. I like she's I was so gonna much say,
1: fun. I was going to say, so we got to have her uh, protect our fate decks cards.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that card is dumb. The next yes. time you be fated, you get to decide yeah. what.
0: Yeah, which, yes. Yep.
2: Wow.
1: wow. Also, teamwork from Syndrome. That card's nuts to play the next one and then you no, stack we, we the six. We're not having that card. What do you mean we're not going to have
0: that card? <laughs> There's no ban list right now. <laughs> no, we should. Yes, we have a ban list. We each pick like five cards. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, the more I'm thinking about this. Right, right. It's going to go so bad. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> so um. anyway, yeah, at the end of the day, I don't even know if I'm right. It's just it's it's it's. It's all a matter of opinion and how you view it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it's beneficial when when you're having a discussion with someone that you're on the same page. You're on not necessarily equal footing, but you're, you're both saying the same thing, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. So does it even make sense to ask the question, is this game a competitive game or a casual game? I don't know. It, like it might make more sense just to view it through the lens of how it's being played. Yeah. Hey, is Magic a competitive game or is it a casual game? I mean, it depends. We can play competitively <laughs> or we can play casually. Um, because there 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 was a definition. You you found this one. What, what did it say? Uh, it was. What was it? It was like it was like if if you're trying to beat your opponent, then it's a competitive game. Oh yeah. That's like what it was. Yeah. It's like, okay, then everything's a competitive game, essentially, right? I mean, which you can hold that position, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But like Monopoly and UNO, (laughs) right? Can those be played competitively? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can have a competitive UNO tournament. You can have a competitive Monopoly tournament. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But when I think of Monopoly and UNO, The first thing that comes to my mind is not, oh, man, these are cutthroat competitive games. Now, granted, we've all had those cutthroat (laughs) Monopoly games for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But when I think Monopoly and Uno, I think those as much more very casual, fun games that Mm -hmm. are not meant to be taken very competitively, Mm -hmm. right? So, again, the way I think about it, I would say, oh, those are casual games for sure. Mm Um, now, dude, I think, I think so many of us don't really think about these definitions and what we mean when we, when we say it's competitive or casual, (laughs) right? Um, so, because it's, it's very interesting too, like, you know, when, after that episode was released, you know, when we said, when we said what we said about, you know, villainous being casual, um. There were so many people. I it's it. I felt like, and even when I asked people this question, like I asked a bunch of my friends and family, like, "Hey, um, w- what makes a game competitive or casual? Like, if is Monopoly, like, would you say Monopoly is casual or competitive? Well, it depends. Depends on how you play it. I'm like, okay, all right, well, that's not really what I asked, <laughs> because again, in my mind, I'm viewing, I'm viewing how you play it. Separately from what the game is in a vacuum,
2: yeah,
0: right? But but games are never in a vacuum. Mm-mm. Monopoly is never in a vacuum. You're actively participating in said game. Mm-mm. So you can't, maybe that's the answer because you can't think about these things in a vacuum. I can't think about Ashes Reborn in a vacuum. I have to actively participate in the game to which will determine the the experience that I'm having with the game. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's the right answer. Maybe it really truly is just how you play it and not, we need to stop thinking about these games in, in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Huh? I literally just thought about that, (laughs) but, but am I like, am I wrong? Cause magic.
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Am I wrong?
2: (laughs)
1: Maybe it's on a, maybe it's more like on a spectrum.
0: On a spectrum. (laughs) Like, it kind of is. Yeah. Because how many different, like, how many different magic experiences have people had? A ton. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, you're not... I don't think you're wrong.
1: I don't think so. I know
0: you're trying to be funny, but I don't think you're wrong. (laughs)
1: Like, now I'm thinking about what's all the way at the end, like Pro Tour?
0: (laughs) Yes. Pro is over there. What's uh, all the way at the opposite end?
1: To be like kitchen tabletop? Yeah. Over there? Yeah. I guess. I, I, I would say so. And then you've got literally everything, everything in, in between. between. You got locals right here hanging out with friends out of locals, hanging out with
0: friends. This <laughs> side, this <laughs> side is the competitive side. That side is the casual side. Yeah. Yeah. And like if you're if you're on this side of the line, you're in the competitive side. Yeah. And then if you're this side, but even yeah. that, if I'm playing on the kitchen table, depending on who I'm playing against, yeah, dude, that's gonna be that can be one cutthroat game.
2: Yeah, I know. Or
0: that can be super casual. Yeah. I dude, like that's it's what dude. A, this is what we're saying. It's this, not even a kitchen this, table at that this point. This really is very this is so nuanced. <laughs> this there oh man, there's a yeah. lot to this. Yeah. And that's why I want to have this conversation because yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I opened a can of we opened a can <laughs> of freaking worms, man. <laughs> oh man, when I, when I whenever I
1: worked at grapple, yeah. right, and people would come in and they're like, Oh yeah, I play magic. I'm like, oh, awesome. <laughs> what format do you play? And they're like <laughs>
0: What? What's a what's a fun? <laughs> wait, you mean genre? <laughs> plus, plus snow. <laughs> um,
1: and and I'm just like, oh, okay. I know he's uh, not, he's, he's I know he's not an he's, actual magic. He's player. one of
0: those. I've got a <laughs> hundred. I've got a hundred and twenty cards. And my dad, dude, legit. He's got two decks. Legit, legit. Okay, when I I was playing in a game, you probably know who this person is. I can't remember who it was, but I remember that there was this person there. Okay. I remember the interaction. Okay. Okay. They had this deck. (laughs) They literally had like (sighs) 120 cards in the deck. They're like, oh, but they're just, they're all so, these cards, they're so good. They're so much fun. I'm like, he's not drawing any lands. I'm like, Dude, oh goodness!
1: <laughs> so I don't know who it is, right? But I know I've I've done that to someone.
0: You've done? What do you mean you've I've, done that to I've, somebody? I've
1: done that to someone in a uh, <laughs> what was it in the pre-release for I believe it was Rivals of Ixalan.
0: What do you mean you've done it? What do you mean you've done it to somebody? What
1: what I did was I took every pack from the pre-release. Okay. Shuffled them all together. (laughs) Took out the tokens, whatever. I didn't even put lands in. (laughs) I just left whatever lands were in it.
0: Oh, and you left that? You gave that to someone as no, their no, deck? Or you, no, no, no. You no. had that as your deck. That
1: was my deck. Oh goodness And then, gracious. like, I go into the first game. I'm like, pass,
0: man. <laughs> I can't get any land.
1: I got a mulligan, and like, I just have complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I just took sixty cards, and I'm like, here it is. <laughs> but
0: it was funny though because they were legit, legitimately like, no, no. This is this is good. Like, I know what I'm doing.
1: Like, these are good cards. I understand they might know the mechanics of the game. Yes. But it doesn't mean you know what you're doing. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you might understand how to yes. use a scalpel to Correct. cut an apple. Right. You don't know what you're doing when right. it comes to a human body. <laughs> you
0: will not be the same as a surgeon. <laughs> yeah, very, very true. So, okay. Um I I think I think this is very this is such a nuanced topic. Uh, this is a fun one. It's not, this and ultimately, doesn't one. matter. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, we're all sitting around a table trying to find enjoyment out of some paper and some cardboard. Yeah. And sharing the and sharing that experience with those around us. Yeah. Because so with that, honestly, this does not matter. That, that's what matters. And I took that personally. But that whole villainous conversation? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Now, that <clears> I, when I say that, I don't mean if you play competitively, you don't matter. Absolutely not. I want you to be playing that game how you find enjoyment. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's a great thing that there's this game that I play it super casually and just have fun. But there's other people who can play that same game that I play and take it very competitively. I I won't say serious, but I will say competitively. The fact that we're playing the same game, but you're finding fun through a very different way than I am, I think that says a lot about how it was designed. It says a lot about the the makers of the game, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. I think it really does. We're playing the same game, so I think we both want to see more of the game. We want to see the game succeed. We all want to have fun with it, right? But how you have fun with it is a little different than than the way I have fun with it. Who am I to say the way you have fun with it is wrong? The way I have fun with it is better. Now, I've never said that. I've never suggested it, nor would I ever say or suggest that with anything, okay? Okay. But I will say what I will do is I'll recognize how we have fun with something, how I have fun with something. And then I also recognize, hey, I think there's other people out there who have very similar interests as as I do. Um, And if you do, hey, maybe try this or maybe look at this, for instance. Right. But at the end of the day, we all want these games to succeed. okay? we all want to share these experiences with with old friends or new friends that we found through these games, through these experiences. And honestly, before I went to Grapple, if I never went to Grapple, I never would have met this guy. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> Hi, I'm pa. Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so cool. Like, if I never went to Grapple, yeah. never would have met him, never would have done any, never would have started Hobbies and Happiness. Well, I mean, I didn't start it, he did. <laughs> right. But if I never went to
1: Grapple. I never would have gotten into Magic.
0: Same. Yeah. S- same. Ab- absolutely. I mean, that was where I picked up Starter Deck. Mm-hmm. That's how I met the community. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, it it's these games, these games that bring us together. And if you think about it, that's probably how you found your LGS. That's probably how you found your, your group of people, because you found enjoyment out of a game and then you went to a forum. You went to your <laughs> store. Hey, I really like this game. Are there, are there other people who like it too? And that's how you got plugged in. Yep. I don't ever want to take away from that. If I do something that takes away from that, that's going to make me sad. Because at the end of the day, it's I think... also doing the exact opposite of what we want to do. Right, exactly. So Exactly. No, you're right. So, <clears throat> honestly, I think episode 45 we probably could have approached that topic a little bit differently but also i think there's always we can't make everyone happy and um you know i don't we're we're not going to try to make everybody happy but we're also we're not going to actively try and make people not happy and (laughs) uncomfortable right especially when we're talking about a game that we like and have Mm -hmm. fun with um likes a
1: strong word
0: or I was going to say like that I like or you like right <laughs> yeah. cuz you're not going you're not going to you're not going to try and get people to not have fun in a game you're having fun with yeah right yeah. uh so yeah um yeah I think I think that's how we end that conversation honestly oh actually that might be a lie what
1: uh does me Making sure people who pl- new players and magic who play mono green have the worst time that they've ever
0: had.
2: Does yes. that count?
0: Yes, it counts, Jim. Okay, then yes, yes I do. Um, yeah, but you know what? Like, I I think I think this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that we went through this whole thing and then arrived here is is awesome and cool, Yeah. right? I think the fact that we published a podcast, we had people listen to it and react, re- just react, period. Not in, yeah. not in any specific <laughs> good or bad way. Just just react to it. Have their opinions mm-hmm. and then give us feedback and say, hey, I'm viewing it through a completely different way than you are, mm-hmm. right? Caused us to go back and be like, all right, let's think more about this. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think that's great. So um thank you. So thank you for everyone listening and just giving your feedback. And yeah, um very curious what you all think. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I think where we end we never we didn't even end up at any place. <laughs> there's we have nothing concrete because there's you can't be concrete about anything. You know of what this. I was just
1: thinking about in our earlier yeah. episodes. I would be like, even if you guys leave a one star review, just for for like the yeah. the podcast yeah I'm like it gives us something to talk about it's like yeah well I mean I guess they could have said that these yep. are all one-star reviews yep. of that 45
0: yes yep, so. yep. <laughs> episode 45 half a star <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah I, I've I've been really thinking about this topic for mm. a few days because I'm like there's there's really when I started thinking about it I'm like dude there's really a lot here Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. We we took we took one statement and then just turned it in and really thinking about it. Okay, there's a whole. It's not black and white. It's yeah. not black and white. Yeah. It's really really not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm very interested. Let us know what you guys think. Um, what's competitive? What's casual? How do you view it? Um, is it really just come down to how it, how it's being played in that moment, right? Because I think we can all agree that we can't view these games in a vacuum. You can't view Magic in a vacuum. You can't view Root in a vacuum. You can't view any of these games in a vacuum. They have to be actively played to be enjoyed, to get something out of them. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately is what's going to determine if it's casual competitive. I think that's it. I think that's where we get to. So, with that... We're calling it. Yay. So with that, we're going to card of the week. Yay. Even better. Card of the week. Jim? Yeah. What's the card of the week? Lightning bolt. (laughs) Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Man, I wanted... (sighs) Dang it, I, I, I wanted Oh my god, Lightning Helix It's Lightning Helix <laughs> We're going with I a just, better Lightning I know, Helix I know, I know, <laughs> I love That's like one of my favorite moments ever Oh my god, oh it's Lightning Helix It's Lightning Helix We're going to play that
1: right here <laughs> So, <laughs> Lightning Bolt Yes um, A little bit better of a card okay. It is Dan, do you know what this card does?
0: Yes, I do. It deals three damage. It does. To any target. For how much? How much How much money do I got to put into this thing to how deal much, three How much money? How much money. They're
1: about like two bucks each.
0: Uh, two dollars. So every yeah. time you play this card, you got to put down two dollars. Yeah, that's roughly. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's a single red mana source. So mm-hmm. one mana deal three damage at instant speed.
0: That, that's crazy. That, that's a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when so when when I started when I started playing, mm-hmm. um, when I started playing Magic was, Exelon, well Exelon was was in the format at the, in standard at the time. Are you saying Dominaria is when you started? Yes, it was Dominaria, but the card. Oh, okay. the okay, card that right I'm right. thinking of is Lightning Strike. Yeah, I think like I think Lightning Strike was in Exile yeah. yeah. It at got a standard reprint. at that yeah. time. It got a reprint in Exile. Yeah. Um, so so that's that's what I remember, right? Yeah. And so Lightning Strike is also three damage, yeah. but it's sorcery. Isn't it? No, sorcery? Isn't is it? Instant? Yeah. But it's it is. double the cost. Yeah, it's, it's two. two mana. It's one in a red.
1: Yeah. Um still a good card. Yes. Especially for the standard format. And if you're playing
0: red, you're playing lightning strike. Yeah,
1: yeah, you pretty much are. You
0: straight up are playing it.
1: In in terms of like cost effectiveness, shock is better than lightning strike.
0: Yeah, because shock was in the format as well.
1: But you you pretty much always did want that three damage rather than just the two damage. And
0: shock is one red Yeah. for two, two damage, damage. For instant two damage in yeah. speed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you had all of those direct damage spells. Yeah. You had access
1: to shock and lightning strike in that format. Yes, it was you did. So and cool. everyone
0: that was playing red was playing all of them. Was playing shock yeah. and lightning strike. Yeah. It was it was such yeah. a good time you, to be if, playing red. If you're re, if you exactly if you're a red player, that was that was the time. That really really was the time. It was
1: really like from Cut all the way to Dominaria. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like an entire two years. Yep. You loved being a red player. Yep. It you was did. such a good time.
0: It was. Yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe that was like my favorite standard. Was Probably. It? I think was it? so. Yeah. Kaladesh was also fun. So, yep.
0: yeah, I'd say so. So during that standard, so that standard was when I started playing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know, you know, being a new Magic player, I didn't know Lightning Bolt was a thing. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I was familiar with Shock and Lightning Strike. Yeah. So when I heard about Lightning Bolt, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> it's... One red mana for yep. three damage? Three damage. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's kind of nuts. So uh also when I started playing magic, right? Yeah. I'm sure most people here know the story of why I stopped playing magic the first time, which we'll get to. Um so <laughs> <laughs> when I was building my my first deck, it was red and blue. It was a little bit of like a burn deck uh, mm-hmm. with like some monsters, some draw cards. It was a terrible list, mm-hmm. and um, but when I was going up against my sister, is the reason I I I hate this card so much, Vampire Nighthawk. Okay, mm-hmm. my most hated card in the entire game. Yep. Every time I see it, I'm like, I kind of just want to scoop. Like, I just want to get out of there. Um, It's not even that great of a card, but it's still a very strong card. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a 2-3 beater for three mana. It has Flying, Death Touch, Lifelink. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's it's crazy. (laughs) But I had one card in the deck that pretty much killed it all the time. Lightning Strike. Lightning Strike destroys it. So yep. Lightning Strike, I only had a one of, though. So I would always try to kill that thing with Lightning Strike whenever I had the chance. Mm-hmm. But she had more Vampire Nighthawks than I had Lightning Strikes. Cause you how I many? only had the one. You only had the one. I only one. had the one.
0: Of course you did.
1: <laughs> so um, I learned that Lightning Strike was, like, my favorite card when I first got into the game. Later on, found out Lightning Bolt was a thing mm-hmm. as well. Yep. I'm like... Okay, now this card is broken. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. and a lot of people think the card's broken. Yes, so, yeah.
0: The first time, the first time I heard about it, thought it was, I thought it was busted. Mm-hmm. It, was both
1: it can't it. be. It can't be brought back to standard, and it cannot be played in Pioneer either. Neither of what those if, formats can what, have
0: it. What do you mean it can't? What do you mean it can't? Like be you, you standard?
1: can't bring it. So if you bring it to standard, now Pioneer also has it. And, right. And Pioneer has a lot of really strong red stuff. I'm talking about for format balancing.
0: Oh, so so for future format balancing is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can bring Bolt to well, Pioneer.
0: Here, here's a question. How many times how many times was Lightning Bolt printed? Do you know? <sighs> How
1: many times? Yeah. I yeah. the exact number I am not sure. You can so, check on TCG. So real let's quick.
0: let me let me look up let me look up in Scryfall. Okay, because scryf, Scryfall would show yeah, that
1: works. That works.
0: So let's see how many uh, prints. Here we go.
1: The last time um, it was in standard was when it was printed in Core Set Command- So
0: Commander Legends, the the new Commander Legends coming out, it's going to have it as a common.
1: Yeah. What? They've been printed in common a lot. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's playable in Popper.
0: It's, it's playable been playable
1: and... in Popper for a long time, Dan.
0: Lightning bolt is playable
1: Dan, in Popper. I don't know why people don't understand this. Popper is literally Legacy Light.
0: What do you okay, what do you def- What do you mean legacy so, light? What so
1: legacy mean? is being a format, it has a lot of very powerful cards. Legacy light. Yeah. Is really because legacy is like still, the originals, the original yeah. sets. It's still an extremely powerful format. You can do a lot of crazy stuff you're, in popper.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So oh okay.
1: All right. I understand, I understand what you said. So to say. legacy, like you can win turn one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can just win turn one. Um and then all the way up to like turn four. It's it's pretty much that. Mm-hmm. Modern is pretty much a turn four format to where you want to mm-hmm. aim to win on turn four or shortly after.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a lot of decks can still do it on turn three, but that's, you know, different. Um, and then a lot of the times those cards get banned mm-hmm. if it's like a turn two, turn three. Yeah. Um, so Legacy being a very powerful format, you get a lot of very powerful cards in Pauper as mm-hmm. well. Um, the uh, The Artifact Lands... Those are all mm-hmm. banned in modern. They're not banned in Legacy. They're not banned in Popper. Really? Yeah. You also I have love, access dude, those
0: artifact lands yes. are sick.
1: You also have access to affinity cards as well. Uh, so you're just wait, like in, double in Popper. Yes. Holy canola. Yes. <laughs> you have access to some really good burn spells as well. Why
0: am I not playing popper?
1: I don't know, Dan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find some good popper decks.
1: <laughs> You'll never guess what deck I got in Popper.
0: Mono green. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> you see how I'm wearing I, I all I told green. you.
1: I told you you wouldn't be able to guess. I told you.
0: I just realized <laughs> you're wearing all red and I'm, I'm wearing, wearing all lot green. Of red today. I'm wearing Rakdos today. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just realized that was not playing at all. Um, all right. So Lightning Bolt uh, prints. Uh, 46 different printings. Now, the a lot of the majority of the most recent ones are just artwork. Mm -hmm. Um, The last like set printing it looks like is, I mean, modern masters 25 and then what printing is this? Um, Oh, that's just a, Oh, that's just a mystery booster. There's a lot of mystery boosters, a lot of secret layers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, secret layer, this one, Oh, that's a magic vest printing. (laughs) Mm. This is the full is... Art one with like the little demon no. on the side. No, 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 oh, no, no, it wasn't that one. And this is a masters. Ma- that's, think... a ma- that's a magic online promo.
1: So these are pe- with
0: with the card being this...
1: printed in um Corset 2010, uh, it was in standard at that time. Uh-huh. Which is the reason why it is also in modern. But before then, I think it was a while until – You said
0: Corset 2010?
1: Yeah, yeah, 2010. Okay. Um, it was it was because of that printing, and it 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 did a lot of work in standard at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, it did a lot of – it put in a lot of work, and yeah, that was, was the in... reason why it was also being put in modern as well. Okay. If it wasn't printed in 2010, it wouldn't be It was, it
0: print- in it be was printed in M11 as well. Oh, was it? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yep, I got it right here beautiful yeah it's legal and modern legacy vintage commander and pauper yeah banned and historic not legal and standard pioneer alchemy brawl or penny yeah so
1: not a lot of cards are legal and
0: penny penny dreadful so what's penny what is that
1: uh, I believe it is strictly for um, MTGO, so MTG oh, Online. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, if a card is .01 tickets.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Understood.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, okay. And as long as it was from a certain point. So it was <clears> like <throat> from this date, as long as it was that before then, uh, going into the future, it will be legal in got that it. format until set time frame.
0: So I thought you said Lightning Bolt was not legal in Modern?
1: No, no, no. I was saying if it wasn't... Because of the 2010 oh. uh, printing, that was what first caused it to be played in
0: modern. Got it, got yeah. it. Um, and it's played pretty heavily in modern, correct? If you're playing... If Quite a you're bit. Playing, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah if you're I playing thought. red, you're pretty much playing lightning bolt. Yeah. There aren't too many decks. And uh, there is a... Like, it's a Jeskai list. Oh, Jeskai. Kind of. It's really blue-white, splashing red for uh-huh. just added cards. Got
0: it. So like the merge cards, mm. um, that's pretty much what it's used for. Got it. Got it. Got it. So. Okay. All right. Um, there's some there's been some really sick arts mm. for these lightning bolts. Um, I remember I went to a Magic that Magic Fest I went yeah. to. Ooh, that artwork on that on that bolt is beautiful. I think mm-hmm. I I think I got one. Mm. Oh, I th- I do think I have one. It was okay. in that, it was in that small um, binder. Isn't that small binder that I had? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, that that was a beautiful card, <laughs> beautiful. Um, so yeah, Lightning Bolt is one of um, definitely one of the one of the most popular red cards in all. Of also that, correct.
1: One, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the most iconic red card next to Mountain.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, is crazy. I, I, yeah, I. I, well, I guess it's I not getcha. even a
1: red card, is it?
0: Mountain? No, it's not. <laughs> it's a colorless. It's a colorless.
1: Um, but. Uh, one other cool thing about uh, Lightning Bolt mm-hmm. is its original artist, Christopher mm-hmm. Rush, uh, mm-hmm. passed away, I believe, in 2016. Um, the The next artist that they had for it, he is now retired from Wizards of the Coast as of 2018.
0: Yeah, Christopher Rush passed away in 2016.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if, like... Well, I guess we have the secret lair ones. So all of the, is that, there's probably four different artists for that.
0: Oh, there's a, there's a bunch. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. And then with this, this, the, the new one, um, from. The promo? Commander, no, I'm talking about Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate. Yeah. They've got a completely different artwork for that. They ah, have the Street Fighter one. Yeah. The, the, the Hadouken? Hadouken, yes. Yeah, that's The Hadouken, sick. yes, that is so cool. <laughs> Um, the mystical archive, Oh mm-hmm. dude, there's so many. Yeah. But the last time the Christopher Rush artwork was used, oh, oh, are we, so is the guy who retired, was that Christopher Moeller? Yeah. Cause yeah. he, his artwork is very similar to Christopher Rush's Oh, or, or no, is it? it I'm sorry. It's,
1: it's a lot different.
0: Um, it, it's close. It's close. The
1: red versus the like dark the, the, blue. The,
0: the, the – what what I should say is the – like the outline-ish. Not necessarily the – the coloring is very different, yes. Okay. Coloring is very differently. But you see, it just looks similar. It just, okay. it just looks similar. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's a lightning bolt from a sky. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's – again, it's <laughs> obviously very subjective, yeah. um, but it, it looks similar, similar. Okay. Which, again, if your idea the, – the idea is – a lightning bolt from I'll the just, sky. I'll just
1: leave a comment there. Yes.
0: Um, there's, but there's so many... Gr- oh, this this one, Magic Player... Oh, man, these are so beautiful. Yeah. There's so many great yeah. artworks for that. Yeah. Um, and this, th- this just has me thinking about artwork in card games. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other topic. In, in
1: that video I sent you, they talked yeah. about the cycle that lightning bolt is a part of, mm. and it... And it's like on the verge of being extremely powerful and extremely weak. It is directly in the center.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, blue is the most powerful of one mana, draw three, Ancestral Recall. Ancestral Recall, yeah. Black is one mana, gain three black mana. So mm-hmm. you're gaining two mana mm-hmm. on turn one.
0: <clears throat> um, and then Lightning Bolt. What is that again?
1: Uh, dark Ritual. Dark Ritual, yeah. that's what Dark it is. Ritual. Yeah. And Virtual then Lightning effects. Bolt. Deal three damage to any target Mm -hmm. for one mana. Uh, I forget what the green one's called. Something growth? uh, No, it's not rampant growth.
0: No, it's not rampant growth. It's, um, oh man, my goodness. But what it
1: does is, and this one is another really powerful one. It gives plus three, plus three for one mana. So you could say it's, giant you know, it's, it's giant, giant growth. growth. Okay. Uh, that one has been printed the most times as well.
0: I think, I'm pretty sure it's giant growth.
1: Yeah. Um. So the plus yeah, three, plus growth. three. Yep. It's essentially yep. like lightning bolt, as long as the creature is like, just gets in, mm-hmm. right? It's still yeah. three You're damage. St- it's three damage. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you can also right. protect your creature what? with giant growth oh, versus yeah? a lightning bolt. Correct, yes. And then the last one, I, I forget what the last one's. It's the white one. It's terrible. It's like gain three life or prevent three damage.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's,
1: it's rough,
0: man. But it's white.
1: It's rough.
0: White historically has... Has gotten the has, shaft. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's only in recent years has white really started yeah. to take off as a color. Yeah, in Magic. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So that that that's card of the week, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, Lightning Bolt is pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Not not gonna One lie.
1: One of the most iconic cards in Magic. Absolutely.
0: So, all right. Well, with that, we've been doing this for a little bit now. <laughs> I I had I had a very fun time with yeah. this episode. Yeah. Very very interesting topic. Um, if you've got any ideas for for podcast topics that you think we should dive into, let us know. Um, this one was a fun one and a very interesting one. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had fun, Jim. What, what about you? I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, well, thanks everybody for being here. Um, we're just gonna get out of here, but uh, thanks everybody. And uh, you know what we forgot to do, Jim? Morgan. can people find you oh, online? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, Twitch at Jim Morgan HNH. You can find me on Twitter at underscore DG Campbell, Instagram at daniel.g.campbell. Um, now, so when this episode goes live, um, we should be streaming on Saturday, I think, um, depending on when yeah, this. I, so. I believe so, yes. So, streaming, we're trying to be streaming every other week. Um, so, every other Saturday night, at around 8 to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time is when we're going to be shooting to start these streams. So come come by, hang out, um, have some fun with us. And, uh, yeah, we're still trying to figure out the whole streaming thing, but <laughs> we want to keep doing it, try to get a consistent schedule going on. If you head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, you can check out all of our social uh, profiles there. Um, we'll take you to our YouTube our Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook, pretty much all of our social profiles you can find there, um, as well as links to our podcast and everything there as well. So with that, we're going to get out of here. And thanks, everybody. And we'll catch you in the next episode. See everybody. Take care.